0: This is Tea on the Hudson, a news and lifestyle podcast where we're spilling all of the Hudson County tea and more. My name is Jen Tripuca. I'm the founder of HobokenGirl.com and a Hudson County resident. On this show, we share news, lifestyle topics of interest, interviews, and have guest Hoboken Girl contributors on to delve into the things that matter to local residents. This week, our special guest is Jennifer Rossano, the founder and recipe developer behind Neurotic Mommy and lifelong Hoboken resident. She'll be sharing all things wellness and growing a social media and business platform with us. Later in the show, our beauty contributor, Danielle, comes on to talk about a recent self-care experience she had at Sojo Spa. Today, I'm sipping on a vanilla bean cinnamon latte from Lackawanna Coffee. They use milk from Batonkill Valley Creamery. And if you're going to have dairy, have this milk. They're open 7 to 7 daily and are located at two locations in Jersey City, 140 Bay Street and 295 Grove Street. This episode is brought to you by the Jersey City Historic Downtown Special Improvement District, or HDSID, which hosts amazing events for Jersey City throughout the year, including the Grove Street Farmers Market. And now through December 23rd, their holiday market is happening every Monday and Thursday in the same spot by the Grove Street Path Plaza. It's from 4 to 8 p.m. each Monday and Thursday. So stop by, pick up some holiday gifts from local vendors that rotate throughout each date, up to 20 vendors per event. And remember, it's rain or shine. Speaking of markets, the Hoboken Girl Holiday Market 2019 is coming to town on Tuesday, December 17th, which is one week from the release date of this episode from 530 to 9 p.m. at Birch Hoboken on River Street. Enjoy a fun evening of holiday shopping with over 25 local vendors and boutiques. A portion of the proceeds from this year's Hoboken Holiday Market will go to support the Hoboken Volunteer Ambulance Corps. The team of volunteers from this amazing organization serves our community by providing free emergency care to the city of Hoboken. Entry tickets are $10 and include a donation to Hoboken's Ambulance Corps. And the first 300 people to get a ticket get a free glass of Shandong. You can get your tickets on HobokenGirl.com or on Eventbrite. And also speaking of holiday things, there is so much content on HobokenGirl.com. I just had to make a note of it. You really need to check it out if you're trying to get into the holiday spirit. From where to buy a real Christmas tree locally, to the best bars decked out for the holidays, to a serious guide to 25 days of holiday cheer and events, it's all on HobokenGirl.com right now, so make sure you head to our website. Now grab a mug and let's get started with our news. The city of Hoboken has adopted an operating budget of $1.3 million for Hoboken's new special improvement district, aka the Hoboken Business Alliance or HBA. The budget is collected through an assessment of commercial properties, then reinvested back into the community, according to a press release from the city. The city council adopted this measure in an eight to one vote. In case you missed it or haven't been to the Holland Tunnel in the last few days, the tunnel operator for the Port Authority of New Jersey and New York announced new, letter-appropriate decorations are going to stay, which came after a former Hoboken resident, Corey Windelspeth, made it his mission by starting a nationwide petition to change the decor to a more OCD-friendly style. Last year, they updated the decor after a lot of national coverage for his petition, and this year they announced and then put up the new decor. So it's basically here to stay. The city of Hoboken will offer free holiday hop services on weekends from 11 to 7 p.m. This started November 30th and the price points will continue until Sunday, December 29th. The holiday hop route will operate between the Hoboken Terminal and 14th Street along the NJ Transit 126 bus route. You can track the real-time location of the holiday hop using the SmartTracks app. Also, just to note, the parking garages on weekends will be free in the municipal garages B, D, and Midtown for up to four hours per day on weekends. You just have to produce a receipt that you've spent at least $20 locally. After suspending 23 operationally unfit New York waterway ferries, most of the ferry routes have returned to regular services as of last week between New Jersey and New York. 23 of the Coast Guard's 32 ferries in its fleet were found to be unfit for service, but now regular service has returned. In the aftermath of metal spikes being installed on benches outside of the Journal Square Path Station, many Jersey City residents have been upset. These benches outside the Journal Square Path Station, which are covered by an overhang, are some of the only areas of public refuge where the homeless can find shelter, especially during the winter months. This move came as a surprise to many, as just last month, Mayor Fulop announced that Jersey City installed temporary shower stalls for the homeless in Journal Square. According to a Port Authority spokesperson, the metal spikes were installed as to provide safety for all. Quote, PATH installed these sections as a means of ensuring high levels of safety and protection for customers and the homeless. People are still able to sit on these concrete blocks, but there have been several incidents in recent years in which people sleeping or resting on them have fallen, causing death or serious injuries. SciTech City, Liberty Science Center's planned 30-acre campus received a gift of $10 million from philanthropist and real estate developer Frank J. Guarini. Guarini, who is also a former U.S. representative and New York State senator, has officially gifted the largest amount the center has ever seen. The donation has been matched by 50 cents on the dollar by a $5 million pledge from co-chair David Barry and other Jersey City developers. With $15 million backing the project, it looks like SciTech City would open as soon as late 2022. A new bill known as A6010 could require elementary school curriculums to again focus on instructional activities and materials that teach students how to read and write in cursive by the end of third grade. Cursive was dropped as a school requirement back in 2010 when Common Core standards became the norm in schools and made cursive optional. The new bill was introduced by local assemblywoman Angela McKnight, who maintains that knowing how to sign one's own name in cursive should be a part of the school curriculum. My grandmother would agree. And now for our openings and closings. Jersey City's FM Bar and Lounge will be closing at the end of January. FM was located at 343rd Street in Jersey City, and it's set to host its final live show on January 31st. It was known for being a local music venue and club. The Veterinary Emergency Group has officially opened its doors in Hoboken, and it's located at 1327 Willow Avenue. The grand opening and ribbon-cutting ceremony took place last week. VEG is a fast-growing emergency-only veterinary hospital group that seeks to be the premier location for pet owners in the event of an emergency when other vets are closed. So they actually have only evening overnight hours, which is a huge win for Hoboken and surrounding areas. Is the Committed Pig, which is other locations in Summit, Manisquan, and Morristown, coming to downtown Jersey City? The restaurant is rumored to be opening a new location in Exchange Place. According to Jersey Diggs, a public notice issued last week showed a firm called JC Committed Pig LLC had filed an application with the ABC for one Exchange Place. The New Jersey City outpost would likely continue serving the same food that we've come to know at the other locations, which has also been featured in The New York Times. Get ready for more IV hydration, Vita VitaFlow is an IV hydration and vitamin therapy business that opened at 131 Washington Street December 9th. VitaFlow offers a wellness program assessment, and then you can be treated for the results of that assessment with IV hydration and vitamin therapy to treat various issues like hangover, flu, low energy, and more. Zafras, a colorful Cuban-Latin restaurant owned by renowned chef Maricel Priscilla, located at 301 Willow Ave, is reported to be closed. It appears there will be a similar concept called La Changa opening in its place. Rest assured, however, the masterminds behind Zafra still have their restaurant Kucharamama open, so if you're in need of a quick Latin food fix, you're in luck as it's only a few blocks away. For our main segment today, it's time to talk recipes, anxiety, living holistically and authentically, and Jennifer Rosano does just that. She's the recipe developer, lifestyle writer, and content creator behind Neurotic Mommy, as well as the author of two books, certified holistic health coach, yoga teacher, and certified crystals healer. On a personal side, she's a wife and mom of two boys and a born and raised Hoboken resident. Well, hi, Jen. How are you? Hey, girl. Hey. Thanks so much for coming in. You no, know, Jen, thank you for having me. It's so fun to see you. I feel like we see each other in passing online at all times, and it's so nice to have you in the studio. I know, Jen. <laughs> I miss you. Is this like our coffee
1: break or <laughs> yeah, tea break I actually know. together? <laughs> yes, Finally.
0: it is. So you're a mom of two.
1: Yes. How old are your boys? So my oldest is eight and my little one is going to be two. They're and it's so like, cute. oh my gosh, aren't they? I know they're my kids, but they really are. Um, my little one is super wild, um, but they're like six and a half years apart. And I, after my first one, I was like, I'm not going to have any more kids because he was the cat. My first one was the catalyst into neurotic mom. Right. Um, after I had him, that's when I started to really focus on um, just being, uh, taking care of myself better because it, it's not about you anymore. It's about your kids, you Mm -hmm. know? And after him, I was like, I'm not having any more kids. Initially, he was a twin and I had miscarried in my fourth month. Mm -hmm. And so it put me in extra worried mode. And so after I had him, I just became super protective. I'm like, I literally watched the Goldbergs. I'm like, I'm Beverly Goldberg. And I get like (laughs) pointers from her on how to like smother my kids. (laughs) (laughs) So he really was like the
0: inspiration for Neurotic Mommy.
1: He is. And he'll tell you, he's like, I saved my mom's life because Aww. I quit smoking. Um, I was a very heavy smoker. Um, and when I found that I was pregnant with twins, I I never thought I would be able to quit smoking, like, ever. Mm-hmm. And then when I, you just saying you're pregnant with twins, I did not even have the desire or urge to smoke. And I, t- I smoked just two like packs a day. Wow. Yes. And my doctor was like, Jen, I, I am really proud of you because I thought it was going to be an issue with you smoking. And I was like, you know what? something higher than me came over and just, it's not about me. And like, how can I make that decision for these, this, these children inside me to smoke? So I didn't smoke. And afterwards it just made me, the smell of it made me physically sick. Mm. And I, so I thank my son and I say, you saved me because, mm. you know, smoking's so bad for you. And, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's, nothing, it's not a green smoothie. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, and so he'll say that. And then, I say that both my kids have brought me some sort of life lesson because after Oliver, I suffered from hives for six months, like oh, full fledged wow. hives and things like that. And I'm like, okay, this is another thing that I'm going through because it's a learning. I'm growing spiritually. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. You know, I look at yeah. everything as a learning opportunity. opportunity and I really uh, attribute all that to my children. So in my cookbook, I wrote to them your heart is my heart because mm. my heart and their heart we all share the same That's flow. So I know Can cry. I cry now. <laughs> Jen, where's the I'm bring on the tissue? But yes, yeah, so like they are they are the steam behind mm-hmm. what I do and I know that everyone else that is that has that love even for pets, you know, mm. will do whatever it takes to be the better version of yourself because you mm-hmm. have to lead by example, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Um, and that's where a neurotic mommy really speaks to so many. I think because I don't have kids, but I—I I mean, it—you it, it, you you can so say much it, Jen. You
1: love me. I love you. <laughs> yes. And there's so
0: there's more than just—it's not just about being a mom. It's about being a healthy person, taking care of yourself, self care, yes. crystals, yes. you know, recipes, vegan lifestyle, like all these things. And
1: knowing it's okay not to be perfect. Yeah. You're not going to be like Oreos are or vegan, and sometimes I can have sleep. <laughs> Yeah, that makes me so happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like it's not about being perfect. It's it's and I don't even like to say balance. I like to say harmonization mm-hmm. because you know, there's days where it can just be you want to lay in bed all day yeah. and just watch movies with your kids yeah. and read books and then there's other days where you're out doing all these things and all these activities so it's just bringing the harmony of all that together yeah. and saying okay it's okay that I was unproductive yesterday because being unproductive you were productive in a way.
0: So I obviously know all that you do in, in Hoboken and beyond and I'd love for you though to share with our listeners what is the concept of neurotic mommy what do you do what is the passion behind it. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: So the passion behind it started (laughs) after I had children and went a little crazy, hence the name, (laughs) Neurotic Mommy. I love that. (laughs) But like in a good way, I say. Um, So I'm a lifestyle writer, content creator, recipe developer, and an author behind NeuroticMommy.com. It started in 2013. It wasn't intended to be a business or anything mm-hmm. like that I was just laying in bed one night and I was like I am such a neurotic mommy and then Instagram <laughs> at the same time was like up and coming yeah and I just created the handle not with the intention of you know when you're just making a name and so that was my name mm-hmm. and then I started to see other influence known to be influencers now like posting their food pictures and eating like all these foods that I had no idea even existed. I grew right. up very Puerto Rican and Italian and Hoboken. So plant-based <laughs> and veganism was like, what? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, "Wow!" Once I once I was on my journey learning plant based recipes and food and things like that, and how to live a more holistic life. I started to just post it just because people would make fun of me. Yes, wow. I would spell cacao wrong. So <laughs> you <laughs> so you're, so you're re-
0: it was like a learning process in in starting it, and I feel like you blew up though. It really just became a thing. I mean, I when I was writing Hoboken Girl. We're doing Hoboken Girls of the Week. So, you know, our friend Tiffany said, you've got to feature her. She's amazing. She's got this huge platform and is really influencing people to eat better and just be okay with things that are going on in your life. And um, I think that that just speaks to the platform that you've built at NeuroticMommy.com.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> One, I love Tiffany. Like, <laughs> woop, woop.
0: love you, girl. Our friend <laughs> Tiffany is a shared, very special person in our lives. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to her. Um, so, yeah, and the I really wanted to focus on not moms or women generally, just focusing on being perfect and doing everything right or mm-hmm. you know because life it happens right. so when it started to gain traction and get bigger I was just like oh my gosh what's you know this is happening and I'm not a tech person what what am I supposed to do but you know I just when you're meant to do something and you're very passionate about something the pathways open up and mm-hmm. then I just like followed the stones on the lake and- <laughs> you made it work you just put your nose to the grind
0: I feel like and it yeah it did it I taught, like, my
1: food photos, I used to just take, I used to say I'm just a mom with a camera phone. I didn't know professional food photography or styling or literally anything that I'm doing now, I had no idea about. I was, it was all self-taught. And, you know, one thing led to another. I went to IIN, I became a certified holistic health coach, and I just Mm -hmm. really wanted to gain as much knowledge as I could Mm -hmm. and I still do to share with my readers because everyone is at a starting point and they need uh, like a guiding direction like which way to go and I feel like I created that like that's what Neurotic Mommy is now. It's Mm -hmm. a destination for women, moms to come and you know feel like they have a safe space you know they can be themselves like are you a hot mess today? Great, so am I. Yeah and (laughs) I
0: think that speaks to everything that you do. So before we get into more about Neurotic Mommy, because I want to hear all the things, I want to hear about, because we're, of course, a local podcast, you grew up in Hoboken. I did. Which is a very uncommon thing, I feel like, in, in our Hoboken world at times. Like, people, when you say you're born and raised, I, I know many people born and raised, but I feel like a lot of our listeners may not. And uh, I'd love to hear, what is what was it like growing up for you? Oh, my gosh. Being
1: from Hoboken is like a rarity. I always get, hey, where are you from? I'm like, oh, Hoboken. No, no, really. Where are you from? I'm like, Hoboken. There was a town here 30 years ago, people.
0: (laughs) It's true.
1: Um, You know, I I love Hoboken. I mean... It's it's all about community. Everyone knows who you are. I I can't walk down I can't walk from my house to Washington Street without running into at least 5 people. It's a fun and terrible thing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, cuz <'cause> sometimes <laughs> you're like I don't want to be seen, but like you just have to everyone's like, "Hey, how you doing?"
0: I know. It but is really nice. You have
1: to stop. <laughs> all the kids are saying hi, you know, or it yeah. just it, it, it's nice because y- you i grew with the changes you know mm-hmm. i grew up in clock towers so mm-hmm. i was one of the first like kids to move into that building so mm-hmm. we call ourselves like the clock tower crew we all know about like the haunted like ghost that's there oh my gosh oh yes jen people even still dream about him he's like a guy who wears like a black trench coat with like a top hat what we he, oh. we did not you should have come to our <laughs> ghost story
0: episode we did oh my not God, include I should, totally yes <laughs> yeah so Obviously, Hoboken has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. What would you say has been the biggest changes that you've seen?
1: The waterfront, especially. I mean, back yeah. in the day, it was it was just wreckage. It looked like Do you know, it was not safe to hang out, but everybody hung out up there. <laughs> <laughs> they called it the pier. Um, like Sinatra Park was called North Park, oh. you know, but it wasn't really a park yet. It was, <laughs> yes, it was yes, it was just like let's meet at the piers, meet at North Park. Everyone knew. Where the payphones were and which ones called back, because <laughs> you know beepers were a thing. <laughs> I love it. You now know. they
0: don't even. They ripped out all the payphones. I feel like there's they like did. one. <laughs> there's yeah,
1: and everyone like takes a action. picture in front of it, yeah. it's like a selfie. Like I know. this ancient people think it's Artifact. from like the 1800s. Oh my like,
0: god, it's so funny.
1: But yeah, so like, and also. There was nothing past Malibu Diner.
0: <laughs> like, Up, uptown? I uptown. Mean? I mean,
1: there was Burlington. But mm-hmm. then after that, there was no like 16th Street. You didn't West say like. West Elm? Yeah. <laughs> yes. There was no West Casual. Elm. <laughs> like, let's go to West Elm in 82. Oh, my gosh. No. So, yeah, I would say that. And then more. Um, local businesses started yeah. to emerge. And, you know, I like that the the bigger corporations are coming now, too, but I also like that there are those small businesses, mm-hmm. the mom-and-pop restaurants and things like that, and you still you have this, like, connection with the people that's, that live here. Yeah, it's so
0: true. And it I think that connection is what really in any business is so important and is any community that you feel, I mean, I know when I walk down the street, I want to go to a place, like I go to my coffee shop that I love because of the connection there, you know, and it's so important. And that kind of brings me to Neurotic Mommy and your connection with your readers and your followers. What is your biggest focus now on creating community for your readers?
1: So... I, I'm bringing I brought a lot of different, I'd like to say, extensions into neurotic mommy. Mm-hmm. so and it's not just a food uh, like plant-based food recipe focused face uh based blog now. It's lifestyle generally. because I really mm-hmm. feel that to be healthy or to just live a healthier way of life, you have to be like mind-body spirit connection. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a certified yoga instructor with HYP Hudson Yoga Project, and then also I'm a- about like crystals and you know. Yes, thank you for my chakra crystals. You're so welcome, oh, guys. Uh, Jen
0: brought these chakra crystals that you put on your body. That you put them in the different spots for. Uh, different things to clear your the different energy. Chakra
1: points. Mm-hmm. Each stone correlates with a different chakra point, mm-hmm. and then you can just lay there and meditate with them, or carry them in your purse, put them on your nightstand. Yes, um, you can keep them in your pocket. You know, just to like wean off any negative energy, because you know, you're sometimes you're just an innocent bystander in that mm-hmm. sense where energy just latches onto you and it's not even your own. Mm -hmm. So you can just carry them around as like a little protection tool. I love it. And so what
0: about with blogging and all of the things that you cover? Because you obviously cover so many things, crystals and yoga and pregnancy, pregnancy, mom, um, mental health, mental health. So what is that blogging process like for you nowadays? And how
1: has it evolved? Well, it's more structured (laughs) because in the beginning it was just all over the place. So in the beginning, it was like bing, 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 bing. <laughs> and then I've honed in and mm-hmm. learned organ- organization skills. So now I have like, I set a plan, but it's not a plan. Monday and Tuesday is recipe development video shooting, editing photos, doing the write ups for that part of Neurotic Mommy. Right. And then <clears throat> that content gets distributed in the middle or the end of the week. And then Wednesdays is like lifestyle content or product review or things like that. Mm -hmm. And then also there's in that time, Instagram stories, Instagram, oh, yes. Pinterest, that Facebook, stop. no, if they come out with one more social media handle, I may lose my mind. I know. I, I'm i like, TikTok is like the new thing everyone's talking about. I'm like, no, no, Oh my gosh. No. I know. They're like, get on TikTok. I'm like, Ugh. what? I know.
0: Yeah. I know. And speaking of social media, you've made like Instagram a huge part of your business. You have over 500,000 Instagram followers on. What about that? Like, how did that just come about? I know you started early on in the process of Instagram when things were just coming about but now like what tell me about what Instagram's like and how it's changed.
1: So in the beginning Instagram was what everybody wants it to be now. It mm-hmm. was booming. You were it was easy to grow. I mean, I remember when I started to understand the dynamics of Instagram back then, I'm like, "Okay, I can do this." There were challenges every day that you would enter as mm-hmm. a foodie and if you won these challenges, you got featured on these big pages. And those big pages brought you massive traction. No, there was no paid sponsored posts back then, nothing like Everyone that. Everyone just followed everything, I feel like. yeah, It was crazy. Well, it was in your face. You know, like, yeah. whoever you followed, you saw all of their content. Because there was no algorithm. No oh, algorithm. The it good was, old days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> R.I.P. Love you Instagram, but come on. I know. So, it was one day I went to sleep with 4,000 followers, and back then that was a lot. And the yeah. next day, I won. So, I entered this one challenge called Eat the Rainbow, okay. and I lost seven weeks in a row, and I was like, my... Sucks. I'm like, (laughs) terrible. My husband's like, what are you even doing? I'm like, I don't even know. Like, what am I doing? I'm like, this is Instagram. So then one weekend I won, Mm -hmm. and it was one of the biggest challenges. And they featured me on these huge pages. And I didn't, I still at that time didn't understand how huge Instagram was. So when they featured me, I went to sleep and I woke up the next day with like 14,000 followers. Oh my gosh. I am famous. And my husband, I was like, "You need to." He's like, "Fan me and feed me down. grapes." Yes. <laughs> I was like, "I'm going to put my feet up and we're going to do this." I'm like, "Do you think people know who I am?" <laughs> I thought like, then I hit twenty thousand. Wow. So then, just grow. Yes, I started hosting these challenges, and I started because I'm like, I want other people to grow. I'm always wanting to help other people. I know you and are. It can be very. Any business you're in, uh, people like to keep little secrets. They don't want to share their tidbits with mm-hmm. you. And I just feel like when you kick the ladder from under you when you're trying to grow, you can come crashing down on your ass real hard. <laughs> so I like to share w- everything that I know because to me, there's room for everyone at the top. I don't want to sound like a mem or meme right now, <laughs> you know, like women empowerment. Yeah, no, but, but it's you true. know what I mean? I get so, it.
0: I, we practice the same. It's so true.
1: I started to like host these challenges and help other people grow. And as I was doing that, I started to grow. And I was, I've always just been very myself. And I feel like it, Instagram can be very polished and edited, but when you bring your authenticity and originality to it, mm-hmm. that's why people want to go to you. I mean, how many vegan cheesecakes are out there? It's with cashews and coconut. <laughs> but no. yours are the
0: best. <laughs> I mean, right?
1: But it's what you what you do to it. It's like your twist, what you yep. bring to the table mm-hmm. that makes people resonate with you and want to follow you, read what you have to say. hundred percent. And plus I'm like, super funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now with people following you and growing your following so much on Instagram specifically. And of course, it ties into the blog and all of that stuff. And how do you handle partnerships and working with people? I mean, how do you make it happen? How do you make money?
1: So the thing is, is I realized early on that Instagram is a great bonus tool to your business, Mm -hmm. but you want to have a home base because Instagram is not mine. It's not yours. Facebook owns it. (laughs) Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. I'm like I need that's why I created my website you and, and this is for anyone that's starting their own business no matter what niche you're in you want to have your home base that's yours and mm-hmm. you want to focus on that first and I love bring, that advice yes me too like make that your home base and focus on that make content for that and then the content you create for your home base you uh, distribute to your social to your social shares like Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and to make money you you know there's ads on your website mm-hmm. you start off small you know I would say the first year is when you learn the hustle mm-hmm. and then with partnerships and sponsored posts you can make an income with that but you want to make sure that it aligns with your brand you don't want to just take anything that comes at you like I had like a big like um, fast food chain come at me and offer me all this money and I was just like I can't promote you. Right. Like, it does not fit my does brand. It not fit, like, totally. tree-hugging and holistic living. It <laughs> is the complete opposite. Yeah. I might as well just, like, smoke cigarettes, you know? Um, <laughs> you have to stay true to yourself. You really do have to stay true to yourself, and I know, like, money is tempting, but be- something better will come in its place. So when brands approach me, and it, it does align with Neurotic Mommy and vice versa, totally. um, everybody wants to know money. So... You have to know your worth and what you bring to the table. Just like, for instance, generally, if you're a photographer um, and you've been a photographer for 15 years and then you just started an Instagram account and you have like 50 followers and then you have 100 and then you have 120 and a company reaches out to you and they're like, well, we want to work with you. But we just want you to do all this work for free because you only have 120 Instagram followers what happens to all your education and all your experience your and time and that you did 10 years prior, mm-hmm. that is worth something. But with Instagram now, I feel like smart brands know the value of the people that they're working with. So they don't look at those numbers anymore. They look at what, how can you be an asset to our company? And how can we be an asset to your company? And let's work together and make it a mutually beneficial sponsorship or partnership, however you, however you call it. But that's what you want to do. If it's product exchange of something like that, it has to be of equal energy exchange. It can't be too much giving and not receiving. and not that you want to be greedy. like, I want all these things. You want to have an even energy exchange because yep. you are what you do in whatever field you do is super, super valuable and you need to stand in that and yep. own it and don't feel bad. if they turn around and say, you know what? that's not in our budget. You can say, well, what's your budget? And I'll tell you what I can do in that budget. Mm-hmm. You can always work with them if you want to find a way to make it happen. But right. if it's just a waste of your time, let it just be that and walk away from it. And right. so it's kind of like knowing your, your, your role and what your value is. Exactly. You can't feel less than because of an Instagram or social media number. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you're just starting out and don't have experience, you you're, you're your passion behind what you do has value. Mm-hmm. The person you are, you are valuable. And so it's it just, just has, knowing your worth. Yes, yeah. it's knowing your worth. And and setting boundaries. Yes. And I feel like women... Uh, sometimes feel guilty about wanting to make money when they're starting their own business. It's always like, and for me, this is how it was in the beginning. I was like, I just want to help people. Mm-hmm. I want to help people, but I can't help people if I'm broke. Right. <laughs> I feel good about wanting to make money right. in my business. And it's not being greedy. It's you have to make money, make that energy so you can evolve and grow and keep on growing so you can continue to help other people. Mm-hmm. But if you're broke, you can't do shit. <laughs> so. Yeah. And when you work with the right
0: brands, it makes sense and it and it just works. It's a mutually beneficial partnership. And Absolutely. It's it's I think not- that's such great advice, though, for anyone starting out in a business, um, especially locally, even, you know, just how to grow followers and really not focusing on Instagram yeah. as the sole thing, because it really I've heard it several times and I'm so glad you're saying it because it really is about what you're putting out there and Instagram should just be like an extension. Yeah. It's of a bonus
1: it. tool to it's your company.
0: tool. Yes.
1: I, I mean, mean, utilize it 100%. Mm-hmm. Use it. But don't get caught up in likes and in comments and this because mm-hmm. my engagement went from being super high. I've never bought followers or likes or anything like that because mm-hmm. Instagram can shut you down for that stuff. Totally. And that always like scared me. And now 1% of my following see my stuff. And in the beginning, it was very like, oh, why? Instagram hates me. My life. My hate life. I everyone. Yeah. Yes. But then I, uh, from a business uh, perspective, I looked at it and I'm like, you know, okay, this is what Instagram is doing. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to put all my energy and focus right. into that when there's so many other platforms and other things that I can focus on as well. And I'll still use Instagram and u- utilize it to the best of its abilities. But again, it brings me back to my home base and my website. It's not and everything. It's not everything. Yeah. And if somebody is basing you off of your likes and comments and they're not the company for you. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I honestly think that Um, brands are smarter now when they look to who they're going to work with. So instead of doing like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am posts where you just post one thing and then your followers never see it again, you have six-month partnerships, Mm -hmm. 12-month partnerships where it's a consistent thing because it's something you actually use, you're actually using, and that's the only kind of partnerships I do with things that I actually use, my family, my kids. I won't just post about it just because.
0: It's great. It's such great advice. Now, I mean, you're kind of like a local celebrity in my eyes. Oh, girl.
1: Oh, my gosh. You're making me blush.
0: (laughs) No, but so when you are having your typical day Mm -hmm. and you're walking around, do people recognize you? And do
1: they how do you handle it if they do? I'm just curious. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Sometimes. Yes. And some. All right. So sometimes people recognize me outright and they're like, oh, my God, Jen, rotting my because. They feel like we're friends already because we are because they watch my stories mm-hmm. and I'm outgoing but I'm, when that happens I'm very shy because I'm like I'm, I'm it's not a big deal like it's not a big deal Lucky. yeah I'm like please no no pictures today you know, I'm you know only when I got those four thousand followers and I said to my husband I am famous that was you know the big thing yeah. then other people are like do I know you do I know you they from like, somewhere and I want to say is it erotic mommy. <laughs> And then I'm just like, mm, are you online by any chance? And <laughs> then on like, Instagram. They're like, yeah. You, they're like, you sound so familiar. I'm like, well, I run Neurotic Mommy. And they're like, what was that? I'm like, I run Neurotic Mommy. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, my gosh, you're Neurotic Mommy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Like, stop. You're making me embarrassed. And then, yeah, so people notice me. And it's sometimes it's not even in Hoboken. I can right. be... Down the yeah, because you're national, international. Yeah, in I have friends in Australia, New Zealand yeah. that I'm like really tight it's with. It's almost nice because in
0: Hoboken, yes, you have your community, but you probably don't have, it's not so concentrated, you know, here. So you can have a little bit of freedom of just
1: being out in the public. <laughs> well, that's why in the beginning when I started Neurotic Mommy, I didn't want to be local. Mm-hmm. Not because I didn't. I just it's okay. You can say it. <laughs> I was like shy to be like. I didn't want anyone to know where I was from. I just wanted to be like an online presence. But then, when you featured me on Hoboken Girl, uh, Jen, I was so honored because I'm—I was born and raised here, and I just felt like—I don't know—I was so happy to share like what I was doing with you, and I felt like we had that in common with yeah. each other. You know, we're both online presence, and um, we know how it works. And from that point on, I've met so many amazing local people that have become great friends, yeah. and just in New Jersey generally, because totally. not only Hoboken reads, Hoboken grow. Hoboken <laughs> <Yeah>. is the <laughs> shit. So everybody
0: wants to know what's going on over here. It's so true. Now, speaking of Hoboken and all things Hudson County, I want to do our rapid fire, because you— are the OG here? You're the real hope girl. Wiggle. <laughs> oh, girl, no,
1: I share it with all the
0: all you the do. ladies. We share. In it. town. It's like a crown, you know, like in the Mean Girls crown. It just breaks with everyone. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, all right. Go ahead. So, rapid fire. The rules are: you just have to first thing that comes to mind, quick answer. Tell us your favorite. What it is? All right. So okay. here we go. Favorite local deli: Furies. Good answer. Pork roll or Taylor ham. Neither. <laughs> yes, a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite workout spot? Hudson Yoga Project. Mm. Hangout spot? just My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Place to shop or enjoy going to a boutique? Which is your favorite?
1: Hmm. I, it was Ara, but she's oh, not here I anymore know. I know it's it, it's, have I not been out that I don't know the boutiques in town oh my god don't hate Look, me people it's okay Ara's online right. what's your favorite kid friendly activity in the area um, I love my gym mm-hmm. yeah it's fun I do birthday parties there they take care of everything go oh, ahead, go ahead. next next favorite thing to do when not working sleep <laughs> <laughs> favorite place to eat in Jersey City in Jersey City I would say the kitchen step favorite place to eat in Hoboken um, Leo's
0: mm. Go to delivery spot If you get delivery
1: Delfino's. Favorite place for a cocktail And what do you order? I will order So I haven't been out Girl <laughs> The last time I was out for a cocktail I think 340 was still open um, <laughs> uh, The Let's say the Grand Vin mm. And I'll just I'll have like a white wine I like sweet wines Riesling mm.
0: Okay uh, celebrity you wish would move to Hudson County?
1: Leonardo DiCaprio, but only if he comes as Jack from Titanic. Like, clearly, that, <laughs> or Tom at, Hardy. Like I'll at take that either. Or, too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: In in the summer, do you stay in town or go down the shore or somewhere DTS. else?
1: Oh my God! Did I just say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, down
0: the shore. And what is something that needs to come to the area?
1: A full-fledged vegan restaurant in Hoboken, but not something that is a restaurant that caters to everything, just a vegan restaurant that has like vegan junk food and all the good stuff like vegan cheese steaks and um, because we have all the things. And I mean, there's places that have the option, but it would be nice just to go to a just straight vegan restaurant.
0: Well, that was a great, great little rapid fire. I appreciate it. Now, my last two questions for you. What do you love about living in Hudson County?
1: I love that it's so convenient. You know, you can literally walk everywhere. You can, everything is at an arm's reach. I mean, Mm -hmm. it can make you super lazy. And you know, I'd appreciate that too, that I can have that time where I don't have to leave my house and I can just have everything I need whenever, whatever time. Within like four
0: blocks. (laughs) Yes, and not even. Like really,
1: you can have like, When people hear that you can have breakfast delivered or, you know, just the conveniency of being able to go anywhere, having Mm -hmm. everything you need in one square mile. I love that. And I, you know, and my husband's a fireman in town. So having that, too, like I just feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, I I love the upbringing and having I feel like you learn so much when you grow up. When you grow up here, you know, it's like a lot of grassroots and then a lot of new things, too, yeah. which, you know, since everybody's Great. always ever evolving, mm-hmm. it's always a good thing to keep it new and fresh. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it here. Now, what's
0: next for Neurotic Mommy?
1: You can definitely find me around town teaching yoga. I'll be definitely yes. doing that. Um, it's... This is an idea that I've been laying on for a while, but to open up a little space maybe to take clients and do like energy healing and crystal healing. And I really like to bring that to Hoboken. Um, I feel like in that, I mean, back when I was 25, Jen, I used to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day and (laughs) do shots of Jack. And like, if you told me then what I'd be doing now, I'd be like, absolutely not. You know, very Fran Drescher. Um, So I want to bring more of that to locally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's the idea. And that's a goal that I have to bring to the community. And I think that especially with how up and coming uh, healing is uh, more naturally an alternative, we have all these alternative options. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see that happen along with a vegan restaurant. <laughs> now,
0: where can people find you if they want to get in touch, read your stuff, use your recipes? You have a book. Tell tell us where we can get in touch with
1: you. I'm across social media as a neurotic mommy. You'll just Google neurotic mommy, and my face will come up, like oh like <laughs> my kids hanging off my hair. Um, and then my cookbook is Living Crazy Healthy. It's available wherever books are sold. Little City Books has it. Um, I go in there. Sometimes they sign the, their copies. Yes. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever you get books. Um, Whole Foods has it, even the one right here in Weehawken. I also wrote um, an ebook called Holistic Living The Not So Complicated Guide to Living Naturally in a Processed World. Uh, it just It's basically like a QA. I take out the scientific jargon and I explain to people what it's like to live more naturally because when when people hear it, they get a little intimidated and they feel like it's just too hard. And and I felt the same way in the beginning. And I just want people to know it's very easily accessible to live mm-hmm. a more natural way of life. And when I say natural, I don't mean, again, like living in a treehouse. And like <laughs> you can find me there. And I'm very um, interactive with my readers. Yes, so you if are. you email me or DM me, I will get back to you eventually. I answer every question. Um, I'm just I really am there supporting other entrepreneurs out there and women. Women and moms, and
0: yes, you're the best.
1: Oh, gosh, Jen, no, you're the best. Okay, keep it coming. <laughs> you're the best, Jen. Thank you so much no, for having thanks me. Thanks
0: for coming. We'll talk soon. For our self care feature today, we have Danielle back in the studio, and we're going to be chatting all things Sojo Spa. Sojo Spa, if you haven't heard of it, it's actually a little bit outside of Hudson County. It's in Edgewater, New Jersey, right across from the Trader Joe's, and it is a huge multi-level spa with infinity pools and saunas and so much to do. So Danielle, welcome. Hey, Jen. How's it going? Oh, it's better now that we're talking Sojo Spa. I know. I love it so much there. We've both been there, so we can both share our experiences, and I feel like I want to hear from you. What is your favorite part of Sojo?
2: I am obsessed, obsessed with the Himalayan salt rooms.
0: Ah, yes.
2: For me, we I know we've talked before about like heated rooms and heated yoga and yeah. I don't like being in the heat.
0: <laughs> I don't. I really don't. But I, I love it and I'm not supposed to be with my heart condition, but <laughs> it's fine.
2: <laughs> are you able to go into the saunas?
0: I can, but okay. I have to kind of like monitor myself.
2: Yeah. I think the one there's, I mean, the temperatures are ridiculous in some of them, but the Himalayan salt sauna is my favorite because I know the benefits of it and, and mm-hmm. it really, you know, kind of invigorates me to do it. So yeah, do you, I've been in there too. Do you ever feel like when you're
0: breathing in, it like hurts a little bit? Almost. I feel like it, maybe it's that's like just like, sting? yeah, maybe it's just, just because salt? I have
2: so much, uh, so many toxins in my body. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I feel like it's so cool to, when you look around it too. It's salt all over the walls Gorgeous. and then you breathe in. I feel like it's burning, but I'm like, this is good for me. it's, no, it's salt. good. It's coming
2: in. <laughs> well, I have a salt lamp in my room, and I know that it's good for stress and, and heart health, which is which yeah. is really good for you, too. Yeah. Um, But I I always go in the salt sauna first mm-hmm. because it's a comfortable temperature. I feel okay in there. And it's hot. Like, you have to be really careful, not just, like, the temperature of the room, but if you're not laying on one of those mats that they have, mm-hmm. um, it, it's going to burn you. Yeah. It really it so you have to be very careful because it's doing its job, but— Totally. You know, make sure you're on one of the mats. But um, I love that it's like a stress release. I know. It's really good for that. Um, Most people have salt lamps in their room Mm -hmm. and in their house. I have it. I have it in a couple different rooms. And I, I don't know whether it's mind over matter. I bet it's not.
0: Yeah, it's no, been there for, there's a lot of research that says that salt is so good for us in so many ways. And I think yeah, the Himalayan rooms are awesome. And then what else do you like in Sojo? I mean, the, the area is literally, there's eight floors, so there's so much to do.
2: I like the carbon bath. I think that because I can see mm. the carbon on my skin, like you see little bubbles on you and it says...
0: That's outside on like one of the floors
2: in yes. the outside so area, So if you right? go outside, it's it's it's... It's in, like, a gorgeous little, like, stone area. Mm-hmm. But I love that one the most because I, you feel that, like, the bubbles are on you and it's releasing all the toxins from your skin. And then— the Detox. Yeah. And I put it on my cheeks and they said when you come out, you're going to be a little bit flush. But I feel flush and I feel good mm-hmm. that, like— you know, it's it's good for your skin. It's good for your, your body and your health and your immune system.
0: Yeah. And then you can walk right around. Do you ever go on the little foot stone path? Yes. That was so fun, except that you can really stub your toe. You
2: really can. You have to be so careful.
0: <laughs> it's but, such um, a great place. There's so much. I've done the Korean body scrub there and it is awesome. And I feel like there's so many pools. You just can't even get enough. There's a steam room, which I never knew about till the last time I was at Sojo. I didn't Sojo. know about a steam room Yeah. Either. There's a steam room. It's in the women's locker room and it's behind. And then there's also another sauna. And I feel like that's an untapped resource because everyone's in those saunas on that the one level. And sometimes it gets a little crowded for sure. But I do think that the ones around the women's locker room are less traveled and you can kind of bounce back and forth between that, the steam room, the sauna and the dipping pool that's really cold. I was going to really say cold. the plunge pool. Did yes. you try that? I did, but I again, I'm such a with my heart condition, I can't do hot to cold really fast. <laughs> so I I'm a little bit uh challenged when it comes to doing some of the spa activities, but I I sometimes will dip my feet or halfway, but I can't go all the way <laughs> fast.
2: <laughs> I see, and I'm the total opposite because when I go into one of the hot saunas, yeah. The second thing I want to do is go right into the the ice room just to kind of like go up and down. But Mm -hmm. it's not good for everybody. You have to be very careful.
0: Yeah, it's it's something that for me, I just have to be watchful. But for most people, it's totally fine. (laughs) I can't do cryotherapy either, which bums me out. I don't know. They said no. (laughs) Um, But. Tell me what you think of overall thoughts. Would you do it again?
2: Definitely. I feel like I go to Sojo Spa a lot. I've been with my girlfriends. I've been with my mom. Yeah. I've been with my husband. And each time is a different experience. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, it's very it's very different. Yeah. Because you're with a lot of people, but you also feel like it's just you and your group. Yes. Um And they it, have
0: massages. Have you done those? I
2: haven't done the massages. Mm-hmm. I feel like you almost don't need to. I mean, Granted, if you want a massage, girl, get a massage. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like with all the resources that you have there, you can—your y- whole day is, is booked. I know. But they have different little things that you can do instead of going for massage services. Like, you can schedule to be in a certain, um, a certain type of sauna. I forget the name of it. Mm-hmm. But you have to sign up for it and pay extra. Mm-hmm. But— Oh, the halo therapy. The room? halo therapy. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. Have you? Yeah. Do you cool. like?
0: Yeah. There's just so much, guys. We could probably do a self-care segment on each little treatment in the Sojo Spa. So definitely check it out. And how much are they for a day pass? Because I know weekends and weekdays are different and it changes by season.
2: It's better to go on a weekday. I think it's less crowded on a weekday. Yeah. Um, and it's $60. But mm. if you're going on a weekend or a holiday weekend, it's, it's more expensive. It's $80. But up. I think just from personal experience, it's a lot better to go on a weekday, some like, mm-hmm. you know, non just day, day
0: and just, yeah, play hooky and, and enjoy. Uh, it's the best. It really feels like a little mini vacation outside of Hudson County and you're so close to everything. It's like a 20 minute drive. Yeah, you don't even realize that you're you're still home. I know. It's awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming in and sharing and we'll definitely time. delve into some of these little mini treatments on the side at Yeah, So-Gos we need a soon. whole we need a whole episode <laughs> for Sojo's. I know. All right, talk to you soon, Danielle. Our hidden gem this week is Cellar 335, located at 335 Newark Avenue in Jersey City, which is a basement bar known for its tropical cocktails served in fun glasses. And now, through the holidays, they're having their Sleighs and Lays event, which is the entire place decked out in holiday decor meets a tropical cocktail theme. It's really a fun tiki bar, and I highly recommend it any time of year. Our Hudson hero is Corey Wendelspett, the former Hoboken resident that started a petition to help fellow commuters with their OCD and successfully changed the Holland Tunnel decor for good. And our Hudson zero is Amazon. As Little City Books tweeted, every time you say you're buying something on Amazon, a drone engineered to put small businesses out of business gets its wings. Amazon U-R-R-Zero. The nonprofit of the week is the Hoboken Public Education Foundation, a local nonprofit dedicated to supporting Hoboken public schools. The organization aims to enhance and elevate the public education experience in Hoboken through private funding. Learn more about this organization and donate at hobokenpef.org. And this concludes our episode of Tea on the Hudson. Major thanks to Jennifer Rossano and Danielle for coming on the show, our production team, Van Vorst Films, and Mike Soul for the Tea on the Hudson music. We'll be spilling the tea one more Tuesday in December and then back with season two, the second week of January. So make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us spread the word. You can also get in touch with us by following at Tea on the Hudson on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and email Hudson at gmail.com. We'll see you next week for the last episode of season one.